afternoon, Jane. Oh, good afternoon, April. So, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I got a lot of my uh, homework done for the week, so I'm in good shape. Oh, that's good. Well, I just paid all my tuition. That's hey. Just like, that's yeah. Good. Yeah, that, that, oh, <laughs> sorry, you were saying? Oh, I was just going to say that's great that you paid off your tuition. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, now my savings is all maxed out now. Well, until I get, can't wait till fall, can't wait till, to build back up again. Honestly, like, honestly, like, at least, despite everything, honestly, at least, at least, like, I paid, like, the final half of it. You know, like, I'm just done. Because, like, next week I'm finishing, like, all my, um, classes. And then I graduated. Yeah, then I graduated. Like, I legit, like, I legit, like, is done. Which is crazy. So you don't have to go until the end of July? Yeah, like, July 29th. Oh, okay. Like, that's when my... Or both of mine in on that day. Okay, you're taking two classes, too? Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, because one was kind of, like, staggered out to where it started later than the first one. If that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, July 29th. Yeah, that makes sense. Like... Like, I just, it's so crazy to me that I just finished, like, my course last Friday. And, like, I was so over it. Like, I was just done. Because wasn't that the health course? Yeah, it was the health course. And now, now I have, like, a $200 book that I need to sell. And mind you, like, I only, like, used it, like, just a little bit. Yeah, same here. Like, well, one book was digital because the professor forgot to put the right section, so I had to do digital, and I, so I literally can't get my mind back for that one. And with me living two hours away from campus, I mean, unless I sell it on Facebook or something, I can't really get money for my other books. Right. So... I'm sort of just stuck with them, but the funny thing is, Jane, my mom likes reading them just for fun. (laughs) So I might just give them to her. I don't care. The ones that are in paper. Obviously, the digital one, I mean, the digital one for general studies was just a waste of money. And so was the paperback, because we seriously only have one one little um section that deals with the paperback okay so yeah it was a total waste of money absolutely it was like i mean literally like when when they when i bought the book about a month ago they say that the the amount and i was just shocked and i'm like and i couldn't even pay it with the money i had 
Like, I couldn't. Like, I had to use my student account. Yeah. So, like, it was just... But thankfully, like, I was able to use it because I was, like, I was a little nervous, but they covered it. Oh, yeah, that's good. And, like... And I'm, like, I'm still thinking... I'm thinking about, like, selling my book at Facebook, but the last time, like, I sold it at Facebook, like, nobody, like, was really interested. Yeah. Like, I'll remember, but, like, I think we gave... I think I gave it away to Goodwill. I don't remember what happened to that book. In my... It was, like, another science book. So, so, like, maybe... I mean, maybe I can donate it to the school I work in, but nah, that's stupid because they already have nutrition class. So why would I do that? It so wouldn't like, even be the right kind of book, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it yeah. would be at a college level, so there's no that's, point. Yeah, like, your point exactly. So, like, I might as well, like, but then I found out that I could sell it through Amazon. And the, the most suckiest thing is, even though, like, it's sold, like, even though, like, I've used it, I can sell for about $40, my dad told me. So, oh, really? Yeah. God, that's not very much for if you paid 200 Yeah, like, so, like, but then again, like, I mean, I want to be fair, because, like, I don't want that person to pay the amount I paid. I would sell it for about half. Yeah, half. I would sell it for a hundred. That way, you're not. It's still technically used, but you're not selling it for the same amount. But you're not just settling for like hardly anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's still brand new. And it's not even ripped. Yeah, if it's not ripped or anything, I would sell it for about a hundred. I feel like that's fair. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I really agree. Because I guess I'm looking at it from even a buyer's perspective. If I if I were in someone else's shoes and the new book was 200 or the used book was 100 and the used book was in, you know, fairly good condition, I would pay the $100. Like, if I, if I needed that kind of book, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, like, what's so interesting is that, like, it, it was included by the, um, gosh, what's those things again? What's those things called? The book. Wait. What's, what's it called? Um, like, was it, like, a bookstore recommendation, or? No, I mean... I kind of, but like I was gonna say, it was cool the codes, like person. Oh, like the i the ISBN or whatever. Yeah, like the codes where you do more work online based off the book. Oh, okay. It was included that, and like I've used it. Like I've done like all the little assessments, like the mastering nutrition, the Pearson. Okay, okay, I see what you mean now, yeah. So, like, I've used it. So, like, I'll see... I mean, it's so... It's, it's kind of tricky, because, like... I've... Like, because that book... Like, 
for those who are taking a nutrition course, possibly in Indiana or anywhere, well, particularly Indiana, it includes like a like how else, or I could sell separately. Like, could I like still sell for a hundred dollars, even though like it comes with a cheat code? That I don't know. Honestly, you can just check. You can also check with the bookstore, too. That's what I've done before in the in the past when I went to Ivy Tech and uh, USI. I just I just brought in all of my books that I had for that semester and just saw if they would buy it back. And if they bought them, great. If not, then I was kind of just stuck with them. You know what I, I mean? I have a question for you, April. Were you yeah. able were you able to sell your books at USI's camps I mean campus store? Yes, I did. And in fact, I'm gonna be honest with you, I was even able to sell some of the old books that I had from Ivy Tech that Ivy Tech wouldn't rebuy. But really? they were in high demand for USI. Yeah. So so how much did you sell like one of your books at USI? Um, it varied per book I think I I think I brought in like about five books and I might have gotten around $180 total so okay I'm gonna try that because I thought I couldn't sell it but I'm gonna try it again because the thing is there could be I, I noticed this with like different schools and like um I'm sorry, I feel like the book game, when you're selling as a student, it's fair game. You know what I mean? Like, you need that money, and you're still helping other students because they'll get it at at a used rate, you know what I mean? So, um, if the uh, bookstore is buying back books, there could be a high demand book, like especially if it's like a math or science, psychology, or or especially like an English course. And especially USI and Ivy Tech have very similar courses and they can transfer to each other. Or really Indiana any Indiana college, honestly, like if um there was other colleges, you could probably resell at a different bookstore. That's what if they said. You, you see, you hit the you hit you hit the nail. Like I, that's what they said. Like when when they sold the book to me, and that's what I'm gonna do because like I'm a senior, and I might need to sell it to like anybody. I mean, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, I'm, just I didn't tell them that. I just like, oh, here, here's all the books for this semester. Right, like it just you no, know, they didn't really question it to be honest. Right, it just reminds me of like, you see, I too sold my books at Ivy Tech, and like I think like the highest like I ever sold, this is like before I got a job, was like I had like a probably maybe thirty dollars, maybe yeah, but I know it was like greater than ten dollars for sure. There was a place that did so much, it was so much cheaper to buy books and so much better to sell, but it shut down like probably a couple, a couple years ago or so. 
there's this textbook rental place out near like kind of close to USI mm-hmm. and I got the most money for my books there is it still there? no it's shut down dang it why? I don't know it, it could have I don't know I can't remember if it's shut down before or after the pandemic you see that's what I was thinking it could have been pandemic related. I'm not really sure. Or it might have been right before the pandemic and it turned into like this music store and then it and that one just shut down completely. So Right. It, it totally sucked because their books were so much cheaper. You can rent them and it was just a lot cheaper. And then their um there was a sign out like you know how you're heading towards USI and there's that uh, west side uh, Marriott Hotel oh yeah there was a sign like next to that hotel and um, it said I buy used books or something and I had sent that person a message and it was a guy it was just an older dude and um he basically just tried to resell books to other students and stuff. And he would have this, he had this huge book of like what they usually sell back for. And I did it, I did it that way. And he um, basically just like, you're in a hotel lobby, by the way. You're not like, it's not like obviously no you don't want to go to a hotel room with some stranger so you're in a hotel lobby so other people can see you you know what I mean so he just gave me cash for the books one time and I had James with me so it wasn't like I was alone but so so wait so a guy was selling books at a hotel lobby he was buying, or he bought them, and he met you at the hotel lobby, because I guess he had, like, an arrangement with the hotel. I don't know. That's so random. <laughs> it sounds, I know it sounds really, like, kind of creepy. I'm not going to lie to you. That's why James came with me. But, like I said, it was the hotel lobby. It wasn't like, I obviously would not have gone if he would have said, oh, go to this hotel room, because... Yeah, that's not a good idea. But, like, he just sat in the lobby where they eat food and stuff. You know, like, when you go to a hotel and you eat food. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. And so, like, I just... James was with me. And he just sat at a table. And I handed over the books. And I sold quite a few books that way, too. Made a lot more money, um... And then he basically resold them. Like, that's that's just how he did things, I guess. Alright. So. Something related to hotels. But, like, being in a hotel as a young adult is very overrated. To me, it is. It's, it's okay, very- you'll have to, like, kind of explain a little more. Because I'm thinking, okay, where else would you stay? <laughs> right, right. It's like, I mean... I mean, yeah, like, you're staying at a hotel, but, like, it's just not, it's just, it's just the same thing as, like, if you're, like, living somewhere. Like, living at your house, like, 
like you have the bathroom I mean it's like I mean what I mean by overrated is like it's not as fun like when you're a kid it's not I agree with you there I I don't sleep well in hotels it can be a really nice hotel doesn't matter I mean that's what yeah a typical you know chain hotel yeah like that seriously doesn't matter (laughs) yeah I mean that's what I mean by like 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 hotels being overrated it's like as a young adult because like it's not I, perhaps I should say it's not as fun yeah it's, it's like it's not, not fun. really fun because like I remember so like this is a this is kind of a random story but when I was like when I was in 8th grade and like so like my parents were like get, we're, we were getting a new toilet in, in one of our bathrooms and so, yeah. like, we have to, like, stay in a hotel for a few days. Because, you know, it was, like, both... <laughs> it was both bathrooms because, like, we couldn't use the bathroom. I, I'm like, you know, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so, and so, like, we... Like, me and my little sister were so excited to be in the hotel. Like, it was just so fun. This one hotel, like, was so nice. Like, 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 there's, like, this, like, this person who was just, like, so kind and gave us some free cookies. Like, complimentary oh, yeah. cookies. And then, like, the the other hotels were, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I know what you mean. I do. Like, I'll tell you about a hotel, or a couple of hotel experiences I had. And honestly, like, it wasn't okay i stayed at a hotel based on the price one time and i was i thought i like it was actually my dad who paid for it but i wanted to make it in case you know i was gonna pay for it if that makes sense right so i picked the cheaper hotel and it was still really close to my grandparents and the kids and i stayed and um in the hotel, and the brand name of the hotel, by the way, was Baymont. Oh, yeah, I heard about them. Okay, so it didn't have the greatest reviews, but honestly, for just staying in there for a couple of nights, it really wasn't that bad. Um, it wasn't any better, or maybe not necessarily worse. Uh-huh. Not, It wouldn't have been better, but wasn't any worse or better than staying in like a Marriott for example right you know what I mean like we still had free breakfast we still had cable we still had you know the bathroom was clean um we stayed in a newer hotel in fact and the one time and one of the shower heads was all screwed up so like that you know, and they had to replace it and other things were wrong. So that goes to show like just because one hotel might be more expensive doesn't necessarily mean like it's better. Like I've been in Marriott's and um, Days Inn hotels and when traveling especially for Thanksgiving and stuff and I can tell you like just because something is more expensive does not necessarily make it better. 
when you're looking at the big picture, if that makes sense. So in that regard, I know what you're saying when you say like it's overrated. I just didn't understand at first because at first I thought, okay, where else would you really stay unless right. you're just staying with family? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like I could see the confusion. And also like, I mean, the reason why like what may have really overrated, I mean, so as me and my little sister got older, when we were younger, we used to stay in our grandmother's house back in Illinois. And so, like, and so, like, once we got older, since, like, there's been, like, too much space, since, like, my aunt has, like, moved in, and, like, and my cousins, it, it was just too much space. And so, like, we went to a hotel. We go to the same hotel, like, in, um, Mancino, like, in Mancino, which we, yeah. we, which we have switched though, but, like, it's, like, those same two hotels, like, the same, like, we're always upstairs, always, and it just became not very exciting. So like yeah. that's now, now like I remember, I don't know if I was a freshman in college or a sophomore, or like maybe it was like the summer. Wait, I th- I remember it was the summer of 2018, which the summer of 2018 was so interesting because a lot of good music came out and plus too like I was just going through a time where everything was just like I was just going through all these growing pains but anyway like we went to this hotel I think it was like part of like it was a holiday inn hotel but it was so nice like it was so nice the fact that they had dishes like in the hotel room yeah dishes like they had like a like a um what's it called like I think they had like a dishwasher but that's what I can remember it was so oh, nice oh wow cool and, and like the rooms were nice like there was like colored doors yeah like it was so so nice so I so do you... oh sorry sorry oh you no I was done what you were saying I was gonna say I do like the carpet in the hotels because it's very colorful. Okay. So like the carpet, I just think in the furniture, it's always very quirky. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's always very cool, quirky. Yeah, I I do agree. I like uh, it. Yes. <laughs> now, what can you say about their food? Their breakfast food. I'll I'll definitely say this. This kind of goes to show like the overrated thing again. Yeah, we stayed in that one hotel that was more expensive, and then a hotel that was about mid range, and then a hotel that was cheap. And I would say the hotel that was about mid range had good breakfast, and so did the cheap hotel. But the more expensive hotel that was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. I'll say this, their breakfast kind of sucked. Like, I, I agree. I agree. But I remember, but one thing, before I talk about more the suckiest part, I want to say something that was like really good breakfast, really nice and hot, was Dury Inn in Evansville, Indiana. They had like those hot breakfasts. I don't know if they still do that, but back in the day where it was like a the store, snowstorm back in 09, yeah. 
we my family went to the Dorian and they had like a hot breakfast it was so good it was really good like I was like discussing with my mom yesterday like about how hot the breakfast were but back to but yeah like other than the, the, the majority the rest yeah they really suck because all they have is like these salty potatoes they suck the eggs yeah now the waffles are pretty good I could give I them do that. like the waffles I like the, the waffles the syrup is weird it tastes weird it depends and I say it depends because like the mm-hmm. syrup that like I guess um if it's coming from a package it's usually you know okay and but if it's been sitting for a while it doesn't taste as good I do like I do like sometimes at hotels they have honey that's pre-packaged yeah and I use that sometimes on my waffles with butter it actually tastes really good doing it that way instead of syrup yes now I love I love when hotels have the pastries like the danishes for example the apple danishes is good I can eat like like two of them yeah those are good those are definitely good now like I think like their drinks are good you know like the apple juice really good coffee yeah yeah the coffee's okay yeah it's oh it's okay I've had better coffee at McDonald's to tell you the truth I remember (laughs) it was like last summer so summer 2020 me and my family usually go on vacation we usually do but like we didn't really do anything summer 2020 well actually well actually let me think let me think about let me let me think about for a moment because we went to some no we hardly even do did anything summer 2020 right like we just like mostly stay home and like I mostly been in my backyard now same it's so oh my holy crap okay so this is about a year ago summer 2021 we did some things like we did a lot of things which is so crazy it's so crazy but then I realized that oh yeah like we've been in the pandemic for two years so like it's not as crazy but it's still crazy we got a bit more freedom so like yeah that's definitely true so like and like mind you like we just like got like er, we just got vaccinated we just right. got Same vaccinated yeah it's so like we so we went out of town and we went to the hotel and it's different and what's so different is that now they do packaged breakfast packaged breakfast Oh wow, what hotel did you stay at to have the packaged breakfast? Oh gosh, it was Holiday Inn. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have um I think some stuff was like wrapped up like in plastic wrap, but not everything was. Yeah, like where like in the there was this brown bag I can't remember. And in there was like a breakfast sandwich and like possibly boiled eggs like and a banana and also like I remember like 
Like there was like cereal, box cereal, like yogurt. They had like over ice. And I'm just like, okay, this is trash. But hey, I'm still, but hey, I'm gonna still eat it though. I just ate the cereal. I understand. That's really funny though. Just the way you're like describing it. <laughs> like it was like, just trash. It was though. Like it's a true story. Like it was trash. I believe you. I believe you. It was, like it's just funny though because you're. It, it's just funny because you're very blunt about it. You're yes. not. Back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like it's just. But like honestly, that just goes to show that the pandemic has ruined a lot of stuff. Like and old- some stuff. I'm sorry. We just need to move on and just like. Yes. At this point, nobody cares. I hate saying it. It's true, though. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I you're not wrong. I'm like, I'm just like, I just want to live my life, man. I mean, we're living, like, I mean, what's there to lose at this point? Yeah. I mean, seriously, they if you're looking at the numbers yeah of course there's a shit ton of cases but at the same time there's like not very many people passing away from COVID anymore like you know it's very 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 low now like that part there's a new therapeutics there's the vaccine it's really time to move on I hope they stop these case counts soon because it's just it's redundant. It really is. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, every... It's just so interesting because whenever, like, I see a YouTube video or a TikTok talking about COVID, like, they always mention, like, the CDC. I mean, we already know it enough. I mean, you shove it down our jokes enough. Like, yeah. We already, we already know... I just want to watch the video. Exactly. I just, it's just, I mean, leave it to the website, man. Don't put it everywhere. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, now, don't get me wrong. Like, like, I'm, like, like, I'm not saying, now, I'm not saying to, like, like, not post it at all, but, like, don't post it too, don't, don't feed us too much with the information. Yeah, exactly. I I agree with you, Jane, 100%. It just gets really redundant because there's a lot there's a lot more going on. There's other things going on and it's just like, okay. But it's, it's like am I it just goes to show like we like when we put too many focus on other things, like it really just it is like other stuff that that's been happening for years. You know, we can't just let this one little thing stop us, stop the rest of us from living life. And like, I mean, it's I not just... gonna go away. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not. It's just I not. Mean, we... Yeah, it's, it's here. Not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it became our reality. I mean, I mean, two of the people that I love had had COVID this year. Yeah, and thankfully they have survived it, but like they were just fine. I don't know. It depends. But speaking from like who I live with, oh my goodness! 
Like they, like he just. And this is my dad. My dad had COVID. Yeah. My my dad, like when he told me about it, he was just like, oh, like, well, oh, I have COVID. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. And he just like he did like he works from home and then he works. I mean, he works like everywhere. And so like yeah. he was just moving. Like he was just very lively during during his during his condition. And then he it just <laughs> I mean, we me and my mom could not believe it. Like it was just so he just it it was like he almost didn't even have COVID the way he was acting yes yes yeah and that that's crazy and that's why there's probably been a lot more people that have had COVID that have been in a similar situation as your dad to where it just doesn't really affect them that much right and it's so weird how some people it's like not really you know it's not that bad some people it's mild and some people it's severe it, it's just crazy right and we have we me and my family has some scares right know, like and i've been in contact of course but like luckily like i've been testing negative so far yeah me too i thought you know like after James and I saw Santana in concert I felt so sick and I tested a couple times after that because I I wasn't really getting any better and both times it was negative I couldn't believe it and I I got better and I just had severe allergies like I was on the wrong allergy medicine right and I was sick I was sick yeah, and me I, too. It was so terrible. Like I was sick like during like shit. When this was like 2 months, 2 months ago in April, like mid April. Yeah, and so like I was like like there was mucus all up in my mouth. Like I was my nose was running, my head was turning like hell, and I'm like, fuck. I thought I thought I was going to get it, but no, it was just a common cold. Yeah, it was the same thing with me. It was just a nasty cold. It was just, and and allergies mixed in with it. Yeah, and like, a, a thing about me, like, I usually get sick maybe around the holidays. Same. Usually. But like, as go like the year round. Like I'm be I'll be fine. I mean, of course I'll get allergies and stints and there. But that's yeah. how it's that's how it's been like all my life. Now the only times like I've been really sick is like when I had strep throat and yeah, strep throat, that's it. <laughs> that's oh my god, that is seriously the worst. Strep <laughs> throat is-, is the worst. You have all these doctors trying to try to like like gag you. And like it, like I was like I hated it so much that they had to. I was literally fighting them like legit, and they had to like hold me down. True story. Same. It's the same thing with me. And I was like, my, and I was a kid. <laughs> not so much as a kid, more like I know this sounds really bad. More so like when I was a, been older. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just like I've had really terrible like I think some of it's because I've had terrible dental experiences and from those dental experiences my therapist thinks that maybe I've had or I have some symptoms of medical PTSD because there's like PTSD from war and stuff like that but you can even have medical like PTSD to where you get to the point where like yes I still go to the doctor but you you might be more fearful and more anxious and have startle responses and stuff I mean that that is true like that does make sense because like when I be like sometimes at the doctor I do be a little bit anxious anxious though I do yeah like if you've ever had like a a medical uh, trauma event or something or even just you know anything traumatic it could spill over into medical which is just crazy how that stuff works but for me it's more it's kind of like if people are too close to my face right that that's when I get triggered it's not so much like if I have a normal checkup and what I mean my normal checker just like a family doctor checkup okay blood pressure weight height blah 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 they tell you oh yeah go on a diet blah 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 we'll see you in another year <laughs> you know if it's right. just one of those regular checkups um I've done fine I've even done fine with like you know GYN checkups or whatever but dental checkups or if they have to get close to my face like if I have a sinus infection and over the years I've been prone to like sinus infections and stuff it just it's just like please just get out of my face right right like I I had an ear infection in March and or at the end of March early April and um like the nurse practitioner was really nice but my anxiety was really really high because I'm just like oh my god just like hurry up and look in my ear and just get it over with like and I notice it's not always like a doctor's thing but if people like where I feel like people are like backing me into a, a corner like in a literal way or they get if I'm in a hallway and someone stops to talk to me and I feel like I can't like escape I feel really nervous like if that makes right. sense it, it does make sense like I, I can understand like I can understand it oh my goodness I had like an ear infection like when I was in middle school it was not fun Although- I've had several it, it sucks it does sucks. But, like, luckily, like, I barely even get, like, strep throat anymore. Thank God. Thank the Lord. Except yeah, I know. Door, now all I have is a short throat and a scratchy throat. Or something is stuck in my throat, which for you, Cations, it did. 
which is another thing that's worse than streptococcus because like it lives there for a few days or weeks and it did on the last day you finally cough it off cough cough it out yeah that makes sense but but yeah so what do you see yourself in 5 years i was actually just about to ask you that same question <laughs> I see myself okay in 5 years from now Cody will be almost 19 cuz he's turning 14 next month. Oh my gosh. Sophia in 5 years will be 15. Nope. And she'll turn 16 later. Oh. And which is crazy to that think is, about. That's oh my god. And so, you know, and then like in 5 years from now, oh my god, this is going to freak you out. Are you ready? Yeah. Might want to sit down for this one. Okay. I'll be 38 in 5 years. Oh, stop. <laughs> and okay, so my goals, these are my goals. In 5 years, I want to be driving and working full time. Okay. I pro- and and paying off my student loans. Like I don't want to I don't want to go through a master's degree right now because I want to work more often so I can get those loans paid down. Amen to that. So I don't want to like for me personally, I don't want to acquire more debt until I'm able until I'm able to pay down the loan. Like I'm not saying I'm definitely I'm 100% not getting a master's degree cuz things could change. There could be a job opportunity to where like you know it's needed and I don't really know what I want to do for full-time work, but I want to work full-time driving and then you know getting the kids ready for college basically uh-huh. and well Cody would already be in college by that time cuz he's going to graduate when he's um 17 he'll be almost 18 when he graduates but not not quite so haven't making sure you know his college stuff is going well Sophia by that time preparing Sophia for college and such and James and I just making plans you know as far as um you know we'll have more free time uh to do you know we won't be empty nesters at that point though so Hopefully in 5 years here's another goal and I feel like this okay. one's attainable goal is this is something we haven't been able to do outside of just visiting our family so and within 5 years we would like I would like for us you know my family and I to go on a, a family vacation outside of like Indiana I want us to go somewhere special like Florida or somewhere like that. 
because we haven't been to Florida or anything. I've gone with my family when I was a teenager, but I just mean the kids and James and I haven't been able to go. The furthest we were able to go was uh, roughly the Indianapolis or a little bit outside of the Indianapolis area to visit my family. Okay. So how about you, Jane? Tell me about your your five-year plan. I've been, I've been thinking about it a little bit on and off. Barely, but like in five years, I'm going to be 28. Yeah. And then in five years, my sister is going to be 24 or 25. But most likely 25. Yeah. We're, we're four years apart. And she'll have her bachelor's degree in five years. Hopefully. But back to me. I'll probably be a veteran at my job. That I work now. I'm going to be a veteran. I'm going to be... I'll be living in my first apartment. Hopefully with one of my dear friends. I'll be... I have my driver's license. I'll be driving somewhere. I'm in, like, I'm living my best life. I'll be, uh, like, I finally got to a point where, like, I accepted, like, everything about me instead of, like, constantly, like, pitying myself. And, um, I forgive myself, like, my relationship with my sister, with my, like, my relationships are good with the people who I've known and who are close with. And yeah, possibly like start my master's degree. Yeah, maybe find the love of my life. Maybe I already have. I believe. I don't know because like when I like when my like my mom got married, my mom and dad got married like when they were both twenty-seven. Okay, yeah. So like I might find the love of my life. Maybe not. But then, like, I've always, like, thought to myself that whoever, like, I work with or train with at my job, that's going to be the person who I'm going to marry. That's, like, they'll, like, somebody will fall in love with me. <laughs> so, that yeah. Sometimes with, sometimes with work, it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Most people I know who've gotten married did not meet their significant other at work. Because I know this sounds crazy. Some couples can't work together. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I I get that. Like, I've heard some stories. It's so crazy because, like, during orientation last summer, oh my goodness. Like, they mentioned, like, the marriage law. I, I don't know. The marriage something, like, funding. And, like, that, like, maybe raised my eyes there. <laughs> Yeah, but at the, but at the time I was just thinking about somebody who I who I worked with, which I'm not going to talk about. But anyway, I think you have some really good set goals in mind, and I yeah. think I think you could do it. I really do. I mean, I do believe I can do it. Like I do believe. I mean, it's five years, and knowing how my ass is. If I have a goal, I am going to do it. <laughs> like, I am. Like, I am so... I'm so determined to do it. 
<laughs> like I am. I I truly am. I just don't I don't give up. I don't. There are times where where I'm like I want a shortcut but then like you know for the past like five years even yeah like five years like knowing that I've been out of high school for five years now which is so crazy oh my goodness <laughs> oh you've done a lot in the in these five years though you really have yeah I know like and like I mean I don't really think about it but like I mean I do but I'm just like and in those like in those five years I didn't really think about what you I, I was never really was I really nervous about like what do you see yourself in five years yeah I was but I can't believe the five years has passed by but actually actually I do remember so what I do remember like in five years so it was like three years ago where like um where like I was shoot three years ago like during like a orientation they said what do you see yourself in five years that gave me complete anxiety oh yeah definitely complete complete anxiety because like I was just going through it like I was just really in my thoughts and like all these fears like came back on me yeah and like the most funniest thing one of the most over fear that I ever had since I was in high school was being (laughs) oh my goodness it it was was being gay like literally even (laughs) though this was during a time where I didn't know there were other sexualities out there all I just knew was gay growing up all I just knew oh wow yeah that makes sense so like I was so like so so scared like I ran my diary like I prayed about it (laughs) like even like like looking back on it like this is like last year (laughs) like me me bisexual like looking back on it I was like cracking up I'm like man I was projecting so hard and like I knew I knew since I was like I knew since I was 11 that I was not straight. Like I yeah. it didn't it didn't at 15 when I like when I fell for when I caught feelings for a girl for the first time. Like the different like I knew that I was bi. It was my sophomore year like when I had a crush on a girl. My sophomore year. That makes I mean, sense. I mean we vibed like really good. And I was like, I was catching feelings and I'm like, I couldn't stop thinking about her. And I'm like, oh shit, this cannot happen. This cannot happen. Mind you, I was a Christian. I'm a Christian by the, like, I was a Christian during that time. I was raised yeah. in a Christian background. And so like, I was like, the universe was just telling me like, babe, you are bisexual. And like here, and I was just been like denying and denying and denying and like, here I am, like, thinking girls are really pretty. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're really pretty. And thinking about them. And I'm just like... And, like, if, like listening to, like, music and seeing, hearing other people's stories, it really, like, helped me, like, come came out. But I think, like, the breaking... <laughs> <laughs> the breaking point. You remember April? <laughs> yeah. Like, the breaking point was my best friend. 
like I had a crush on my one of my girlfriends. I mean, shout out to her. And I literally tell her most time, like I literally tell her sometimes that you're the reason why I came out. And so, like because like I was literally sipping over this girl. But then, like it was like Christmas of 2020. <laughs> yeah. It, like it was like a few days. It was like before Christmas Eve. I talked to you about this, April. <laughs> then you yeah, asked, I I remember. <laughs> now, April, tell tell the audience what what have you asked me? Oh man. <laughs> I don't know how to put this into words in front of an audience. <laughs> I have a really good metaphor though for bisexuality I think it's a metaphor or just or something what's the metaphor okay here here it is you know how when you're younger and and you see someone attracted for the first time You feel like fireworks are going off in your head. Okay? Yeah. I feel like bisexuality, those fireworks go off in your head no matter if it's it's a boy or a girl. Yes. (laughs) That you're attracted to. You know what I mean? The most funniest thing was like, I was like, as I was like looking up clues, one of the main clues that I can remember is that I was watching Dirty Dancing. Yeah, and that scene where they were like making love, I remind that part over and over and over again because both yeah. of them, both of them were really hot, and I'm just like, what the heck? It did like on soul poppers, like I seen two people making love. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> it's so like exactly. That's like. Yeah, what you're saying is exactly right. Basically, I... Okay, to put it in a more scientific way... Okay. I think this is a way I could say this, because I don't want to get too crude. Okay. Okay. Basically, Jane and I talked about your body will have a physiological response to whomever you find attractive. Mm-hmm. It'll have a physical response. That's basically what I was trying to tell Jane. Yes. Is what I was trying to say. Yes. So, and that's that's basically what I said in December 2020. And she basically, like, she basically asked me, so, do you want to date them? I'm like, yes. And I also want to sleep with them. And so I'm like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm bi. <laughs> now, yeah. like, it was just so, it was so weird. Like, my coming out to the people who I've known was weird. They, they were like, okay. And some were like, Really? Like are, I'm like it's just I'm like I'm like no like this is how I've been feeling and they were like happy for me but then they were like are you really bi like one of my friends were like one of my ex friends and so like I'm like 
bitch. <laughs> I told him the story about, pardon me, I'm like, I told him the story of when I was a sophomore. And so, like, I'm like, okay, I got you. I got you. But one of, like, the most funniest things, like, when I, like, talk about my, my like, when I question my sexuality, they were like, oh, you're straight as a cucumber, as one of my, was who my youth friends used to say. Straight yeah. As a, straight as a cucumber. Yeah. Even though I was curly fries. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> curly fries. I love that. <laughs> curly fries. That is so funny. <laughs> like, I'm. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> I mean, I was going, I mean, yes, I was curly fries because it was been, it's been going crazy in my mind. Like, like my mind was just all fuzzled for the past like yeah. year, for years. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yes. So, so yeah, like, I mean, I'll be happy. <laughs> That is oh. so that is oh. so funny. <laughs> so like I mean, so yeah, like I'm so now like I'm a proud bisexual woman. <laughs> it's like it was like looking back on it, like on my fears, like I just laugh. It really cracks me up knowing that I had a lot of girl crushes. Again, I still crushed in my sexuality. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, like, back to the five years. Yeah, that's why I see myself in five years. But it's, Wait, it's... Yeah, that... You definitely have some really good goals, though. Yeah, so do you. But oh my goodness. Your kids being teens. <sighs> my gosh. So, yeah, like, I know. It's crazy. It's really crazy. So isn't Cody like turning fourteen or thirteen? He's turning fourteen this year. Next oh, month or next month on July eighteenth, which is crazy. No. Oh my gosh. Yesterday, like your kid was like literally small and shy. But now he's he's like tall. He he hit puberty. I'm like what? Uh, oh my god. He is really tall. He's really tall. And then... Oh. it Yeah, it's just... It's crazy. And then, like... Sophia is... Pretty much, like, a preteen. You know? And... She's changed a lot over this year because, like... She... Her personality to express herself has really changed not like totally changed but like kind of changed to where she really wants to express how she looks she got like a really big haircut for instance I remember and she loves her hair short right now and that's fine I encourage the kids to express themselves in that way and they and she uses a 
a color depositing shampoo on her hair that makes her hair like kind of a purplish tint. You know, that's how she's expressing herself. And then like Cody is more influenced by his friends. And that's normal for teenagers to have a separate identity from their parents or to try to separate from their parents and their family. It's very normal. Right. And for him, he wants to start exercising more and lifting weights and stuff. So we got him like a set of weights. So that way, and he's very shy, so he just lifts weights in his room, which is fine. Yeah, whatever he wants to do, I don't care. And like, you know, late last year, Sophia got her ears pierced. So, I mean, that's some of the ways they express themselves. I even told Cody, I don't even care if he gets, you know, if he wants his ears pierced, I don't care. He's allowed wow. to have it at school. Like, I don't, I don't care. He doesn't want to, but, you know, I'm not going to tell him no if he did. Because there's, there's a lot of kids, like boys and girls both, that have earrings these days. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and I hate, there's one thing that I just hate. I hate when, so for example, like, I have, like, one of my students, who's a male, has makeup on. Yeah. And so, like, when the elders, like, when one of my older co-workers says, oh, like, he's just making him more of a target. Because, like, he's so yeah. confused. I'm like, I'm like, think of it. I mean, you know, I'd be, I'd be listening. But then, like, when I really think about it, it's just really fucked up when you say that that way. I mean, first of all, they're not they're not really the target. Second of all, they're not confused because they know who they are. Even though right. they're still questioning themselves doesn't mean I mean how like those like the only target I mean it just does not make any sense though because like the only it's only the person who are insecure themselves make the make inflict that pain onto others. That's the targeting. That's where the real targeting yeah. stands. You're right about that. So, like, I hate... Like, I just hate that discourse. I really do. I will say, I feel like... I'm not going to reveal our district, by the way, here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to make a comparison. Our district in handling these kinds of issues... As far as teenagers expressing themselves versus the district I grew up with is a lot better. I'll say that. Okay. Because here, here's why. Our district, at least what I have seen as a substitute teacher, like, yeah, there might be some uncalled for and maybe sarcastic comments, but like, for instance, when I went to high school in the early 2000s and I graduated in 2007 any guy who had like nail polish on or something they would have to like remove the polish if they had makeup on they had to remove the makeup 
one guy he was just he was he considered himself like his style as gothic and he would wear black nail polish all black clothing uh, and stuff like that and shop at like Hot Topic and he had to remove his black fingernail polish because it was considered in our dress code quote unquote cross dressing which was stupid it was so stupid he had to do that but whereas the district where we work like I said I'm not going to reveal where we work obviously but I feel like nowadays the kids don't have to remove the makeup or the polish or stuff like that if that makes sense I mean yeah like the district that I worked in like they're just so inclusive now with especially when it comes to the LGBTQ like youth like it's just so inclusive and they make sure like there's like literally signs that says oh this is a community like the LGBT community environment where you're where you're safe exactly yeah and so like yeah I do agree with you April I do and I was in a situation to where I did stand up for a student in the gay community and and basically Mm -hmm. told this other student you know you're not gonna talk to you know talk about them that way you're not gonna say nasty things and if you keep it up I'll call the principal and sure enough I had to call the one and only time I had to call the principal at that particular school there was like some instances like as a teacher where I had to like do the same thing yeah because like there's just a lot of toxic toxicity and i'm just like okay this like you know and honestly like i was just thinking about today before we went on air how stupid this is that we still have to talk about this that we still have to talk about oh how like they like we cannot have rights like or how like it's an abomination and all that shit i'm just like I mean, I mean, I would. There's I mean, so I, many hypocrites in, in yes, that argument. Yes, yes, we have discussed it in our previous podcast that we. I'm not gonna repeat. I'm not because, like, the more like I talk about this, the more like it's just a waste of time. It's really a waste of time. And yeah, and I understand that, and I I feel like, I feel like there's always gonna be acceptance nowadays I feel like but I feel like it's a lot of the hateful stuff on all ends of the spectrum whether it's about sexuality whether it's about religion whether it's Mm -hmm. about you know men women whether it's about you know uh, different racial groups and stuff I don't feel like any of that stuff will ever go away as long as there's people on earth you know i i feel like we're pushing a we're becoming more inclusive but i i don't feel like i don't think it's ever gonna go away my i was talking to my mom like yesterday and how like talking about how especially with this generation no no hate to anybody i just feel like people are very critical these days Oh, I agree with you on that. 
there's a lot of I it used to be you know may I I'm not saying this is right or this is wrong this is just just is it used to be people were more apt to keep their mouths shut about things they didn't agree with right and you know maybe that wasn't always the right way to handle it but I feel like in most situations that's a safe move that that especially considering we're talking about in the classroom you know what I mean Uh if that's what I was trying to get through with the students I said you know what you don't have to agree with what other people do with your lives but out of respect you need when we're in the classroom this needs to be a safe space for everybody and you don't need to mention someone's sexual orientation or gender identity or whatever like and make a big deal about it and be hateful about it you just need to be quiet yes and you know that usually usually I don't have to say anything I mean it just keeps getting tiring about hearing all the history like going like literally these days like where I go on the news like I hear about the history I hear about the arguments that people are still having that they've been having for like centuries hundred four hundred years and I'm just like can we just talk about what's going on in the climate like what's so current about how like my thing is like yes history is very important I do I love history but I'm just saying that we should focus on how can we get to that better place because like the more we talk backwards the the less the slower progress is if we talk about like okay how can we make this Like how can like how can we make make this place like better? Rather than, yeah. like you know, rather than always just focusing on the negative and all. You know what I mean, April? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because like, like we can't I mean we can't really stop anything. I think I've learned to like stop like just caring. Well to an extent, you know what I mean? some things you have to filter out like kind of like how yeah. earlier we were talking about the coronavirus okay i have mm-hmm. to fill i have to filter that crap out because that's not necessarily i hate saying this it's no longer a priority in my life my right. family has done everything that we can to prevent right. the virus from spreading and the, the people who are going to get the vaccine already got it. The people who don't, they're just not going to. So that's where I say I f- have to filter that out. There's other issues. So I know what you're saying. There's other priorities, basically, that to, we need to focus on. There used to be a period in my life where, like, I told people that, like, like this was, like, last year where I was, like, so angry at my faith, so angry at the church. And where I told people like, hey, like I don't really believe anymore or I'm out of church. And then like looking back on it about a year ago, I realized that I don't really have to tell anybody. Like I don't really owe anybody an explanation. 
about right. what 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 or who I do in this life or where I am going like I could just live like I don't have to tell the world every single thing or just I like, I agree with or, you on that yeah or like shake my fist up in the sky I mean I'm just like I mean like I'm still gonna be you know I'm like yeah like despite of everything I'm still gonna feel that guilt though but then it goes away but then I remember like why I left that relationship in the first place I mean then there like I still believe like I still I am spiritual right I'm not I'm not as serious anymore but I already already explained that within other podcasts so I don't want to repeat myself but I'm just but case in point like I just you know like I just like the only justice in this world especially in America I'm just living as a black queer woman that's my only justice like I'm still living like I've been on this earth for 20 23 years so far and I'm and I'm blessed like I'm thankful to like keep on living especially in the air but you see that's that's my justice like that's how I fight like it's just living and do whatever I want that's just that's just how I how, how I like see things and that's how I see my freedom and that makes that makes a lot of sense it really does yeah, I mean, people just need to stop being too critical. I mean, yes, this like, I mean, I mean, yes, like this is terrible. But then, like, how? I mean, there are a lot of people out there. I mean, even you, audience, you can make it better. Like, you can literally make how wherever you live in a better place by like continuing to going to school or doing whatever the fuck you want to do. And I I think social media has pulled all the negative stuff out into the open. And it's really made a lot of things, not always worse, but I would say worse probably about 50% of the time or more. Very true. Especially, like, like I, I think especially during the pandemic. A lot of people have been talking more on social media. People have been yeah. very vocal, especially on Facebook and TikTok. Yeah. Which, like, I remember, like, I I have gained a lot of negativity from TikTok when I first used it. But now, like, now I regain, I'd be on TikTok for hours now. I now yeah. love, I now love TikTok now, like, more often. Yes, it's not perfect. It's not. I still love it though. Like I only it, it eats up way too much space on my phone. Like it eats yeah. up way too much sport storage space, which I so like I just got rid of it completely. Right. I've been right. looking at reels and I'll share reels and stuff, like the Facebook reels, because that doesn't add any additional space. But the thing with TikTok is it just eats up way too much of my phone space. And I've already upgraded my phone, and I'm not upgrading again just for the sake of that. You know what I mean? Like right, I know what you mean. Like, but nowadays on TikTok, there's a lot of helpful I, things on TikTok, though. Yeah, like cooking, like um, music, like comedy, like a sketch, and that's like where I like mostly look at. Now, sometimes like I hear different discourse on stuff, just a little bit. 
but like it just like I learn from it but then I just move on like I don't have like I don't have time to hear about tragedy what's going on other parts in the world which I know it's kind of messed up for me to say that but like I mean it happens like it happens there well to be honest I know what you're saying about that because we cannot America has a history of trying to save other countries that yes. won't do the same for themselves. And yes. an example of this is the Ukraine situation right yes, now. Yes, thank you. Can, can we just talk about that for a moment? Because We'll like, talk about it. There was $40 billion sent over to Ukraine. Yes, if you look up, yes, yes. Okay, if you look up their average income, which I did, the people in Ukraine, and, and this is insane to me how much money these people make. It is so, so piss poor little. They make, on average, now I looked this up on Google, it might not be 100% accurate. I will preface with that $1,500 per year, That's which is per- nothing. Mean, nothing. I mean, yes. I mean, like, it's so crazy. Like, on CNN 10, which I basically get my global news because my students, I'd be hearing, like, our president be sending, like, sign the waiver, like, sign veto to send money, like, $36 yeah. billion. Dollars. And then, like, not too, like, two weeks after, or three weeks, or maybe a month, not too long after, he sent another one. I mean, you literally just already sent money to them. They don't. Like, I mean, they barely even, you know? And I have, there is, I am not against anyone coming over here to seek refuge. I am not against helping some, somewhat. But here's the thing. That situation is not going to resolve in in a year. It's not going to resolve in two years. It's probably going to be an ongoing problem. And here's the thing. They're all that money. Here, here's the thing that pisses me off. The senators in the United States voted. They voted too. So this is this was a bipartisan thing. This was not just a President Biden thing. This was senators on the conservative end and liberal end, Democrats and Republicans voted for that money to get sent over here. Yet here's the kicker. Next fall. There, a lot of these free lunch programs and free breakfast programs for kids here in the United States are getting cut down. Oh my gosh. No. There will still be qualifications if you're like on, if you already qualify for like Medicaid or food stamps, you're, you know, those, those folks will still get free lunch, you know? But, like, it, it was all of the kids were getting free lunch across the board, no matter what their parents' level of income was, no matter what. And now that is going out the window while we're sending billions over to Ukraine for, I mean, these people make pennies to our dollar every every day. And it, it's crazy. It's just crazy. And, and mind you, like, they, they are, like, one of the top gas gas suppliers right ever and here 
And the reason why gas is going high in the United States is part of the reason is part is because like there's been war of Ukraine. Right, exactly. So exactly. it's just so it's so crazy, April, that the class that we bonded over, shout out to our professor, Professor Meredith, and how like he explained to us like like how like they like the US government has like given most of the money to the military and yeah little little shit to like education. It blows my mind. Imagine if there was forty billion dollars put into the education system, even if there wasn't the school lunch fund. I mean you yeah. could hire like I hate to say this, but you could really hire people you could hire veterans instead of veterans sleeping on on our streets. Yes. You can hire them to protect talk our ab- schools. Talk about it. Talk about it. Like and hire more homeless people as well on the street. Instead of people being scam scamming each other. Since we can't really get a job, since like it's it's like since since like all the dollars go into the war, which is honestly not for business to be honest. Like, I mean, what I mean by that is, like, I mean, there are people, there are leaders in within that country, but, okay, it depends, it depends, I can't really talk about it, but it's just, I don't know, April. I, I don't, I do not see now, I could be wrong, but I know, I know this, I do not believe Ukraine has ever sent any help over here. Mm-hmm. We've had formula shortage. We now we have a pad and tampon shortage. Amen for my hysterectomy. Oh but gosh. I donated to the women's shelter today, like my feminine products, because I won't need them right now. Good. I don't need them anymore. You know, That's and there will come a time later. You know, Sophia will need them, but that. Her doctor thinks that's going to be a, probably two more years, but anyway, so I'm not going to let these things collect dust, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I donated them to the women's shelter because I felt like that was best for me to do for now. Mm-hmm. But formula shortage, I will say, I will get, you know, I'll say Germany and I know Germany did deliver formula to the United States. Yes, Switzerland, yes. So, in that regard, though, you know, that's good. Uh, so, I'm not saying all country... I am not saying there's no countries that help the United States, because that's not true. I'm just saying, I don't think there's... I can't think of a time where Ukraine helped the United States. Now, it might have been years ago, but I don't... Right now, it... It's just not fresh in my mind. I might have to look that up later. I mean, it's just... We have... The United States has a history of being involved in wars. I mean... Afghanistan. That's just... Oh my gosh. I don't want to start on that one. Because that's just long. It, it, it should have been necessary for the... The war of Afghanistan. It should. It should have been. I'm just saying. I agree with you. It's just. It's so. It's so disappointing. And to be honest, 
uh, my son Cody has thought about later in life joining the military and my cousin who served in the military said he he knows that I can't stop him kind of thing but he's encouraged me and told me straight up have Cody go to college first and then if he's still interested in the military then maybe do it Mm -hmm. and I you know I agree with that and ultimately it is Cody's decision but I as a mother I just he has opportunities to go to college and you know so I feel like that would be the better choice for him in a few years that's just my opinion though you know it's just like I I don't know like lately like hearing the news in the United States has really just like flustered me and made me nervous especially regarding like gun control whereas like yeah I'm just like like about like I told April this off air so about a few weeks ago like maybe four weeks this was like after when I heard like another shooting mass shooting like yeah the United States like this was like I think maybe in Oklahoma and like we just like got through a mass anyway like I've been hearing like anyway there's been a lot of mass shootings lately but anyway like yes so the governor of Indiana has decided to like ha- like so effective after like next month that they were that it was no there was it was no longer a requirement for paperwork for guns handguns particularly yeah and and I freaked out like it gave me anxiety because it's only I mean how would how is that helping how is that going to help anything? I mean, more shootings are going to increase if there's not any, like, ID or training or registration. Heck, I like, don't more- think there's, re- you know, they're waiving basically the license to have a handgun. Mm-hmm. I think you'll still have to show a state ID showing your proof of age i i'm pretty sure yeah that's what you told me off air too april but yeah like it's just i i don't know like i just i don't i don't understand why i i really it just really there's always the the second amendment like the right to bear arms for you but like just because it's a I mean it's is it's part of a freedom regimen like yes you can bear arms but like there's consequences there's right consequences, there's consequences to there's, that there needs it's to be crazy. there needs to be trained that's the same thing with civil rights that's the same thing with education there always have to be rules like like our forefathers didn't put in like oh the right to bear arms like I'm pretty sure they had to train. I'm pretty sure. Well, but, but when during the time that they did put it in, the guns didn't look the same either. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, let's just be honest. But, like, like I'd be hearing ours like, oh, like, the guns didn't kill our children. Okay, then who used the gun then? Like, I hear these, like, stupid arguments. Oh, the gun didn't kill our children. Like, it's just a person. I'm like, okay, then who holds the gun? Casper the ghost? Right. I'm just like, it's just... There's more regulations on, on getting a driver's license. There's more regulations yes. on becoming a teacher there's more regulations even my mom who's a hairdresser oh my gosh don't get me started on being a doctor where it takes them 12 12 fucking years yeah it's crazy like it's I mean, crazy I'm, and yet and yet like you oh my gosh to hold a pair of scissors yes. to hold a pair of scissors to pay for or for someone else to pay for you having a haircut. I mean, fifteen. it's Indiana, 1,500 hours, which usually takes people about a year to become a freaking hairdresser. And then, right. like, police officers are only... Tra- Some police officers are only trained for, like, six weeks. Like, yes. what? You mean to tell me I can't dye my... You know, if I can't dye my friend's hair pink without having a, a license <laughs> well for money for money I know yeah, people pl- do that all the time Police for money are, yes come on now like I mean yeah I mean we've been I grew up with the Sandy Hook shooting I grew up with the Parkland shooting yeah I I like April grew up when I was born like I was like I was just like out of the womb when Columbine happened. Same. I was so, I was ten when that happened, and that was like I'm not going to say it was not the very first um, school shooting, by the way, because other right. ones had happened in the past. But it was the most publicized, I would say. Like, and here's like a little bit fun back. I think it was like in Australia. Like back in back in '96, they had a shooting, and then after after the fact, they decided to have strong regulations, regulation gun registrations on the spot, on the spot after that shooting happened. Yeah. And there wasn't any shooting since. Now please tell me, why is there still shootings happening? Like why why haven't we now not having regulations? It's like, just ridiculous. Like and we people... always, they always talk. They always talk about, oh, like we'll pray, we'll pray, we'll pray. I'm like, we're way past that point about praying. There needs to be action. The there only needs... way there could be action, the Constitution has to be amended. I feel like. yes, 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 because that's where I'm. That, most that's concerned. why. Yes. Yes. It's blocked yes. off to where there yes. can't be changed. Yes. There, there ne- it just needs to be the Constitution. The Constitution is history, first of all. It's, it was the history. I, I mean, let's, let's have some little bit of a history lesson, shall we? The, back during, during the 1700s, there was the American Revolution. Back when Great Britain, Great Britain had total control of the, of the citizens of its citizens and so like yeah. and so that's where like they create the delicacy like where like people were having like these debates 
and and so like they start writing the cost of the U. Our new country, like having like writing yeah. all these rights about that was the significance of the American Revolution, a significance of Fourth of July. Fourth of July for another example. Fourth of July, we celebrate Fourth of July by popping all these fireworks. They didn't even pop fireworks. We just made that all like a holiday capitalism. So, so like my point, case in point, the Constitution are not laws. There, there are history. There, there are history. Just their history. They're not. The Constitution is not. Thomas Jefferson wanted the Constitution changed every 10 years and then they're like, mm-hmm. no, we don't want to. Yeah, and it, like... It needs to be updated with stuff. I mean, it's already had to be amended a whole bunch. It needs to be updated to modern like, times. Yeah, like, I mean, at least, at least the universal rights are updated. Yeah. If that could be updated, why can't the constitution be updated? If you can if we care if the conservatives or anybody cares so much about this country, cares so much about the constitution, why can't we modify it? Why? It'll so like take that, a lot. I mean it'll take a lot, but like and but it'll be a waste of time though. So like yeah, I think yeah, like in order for action to be changed, like it has to be abolished. But even but even though it will be abolished, there's still gonna be that one person, Ted, who thinks, "Oh, we need to be American." No, children needs to live. Like it's just so crazy to me. It's so it, crazy. It's it so is. Cra- it's so crazy to me. That after your child has died, that people literally had children. There's no, and they didn't really, they didn't really like act on it. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, I, and all these stupid distractions from the issues. You know, how have you heard in the last month how many freaking times they've talked about Kim Kardashian wearing the stupid Marilyn Monroe dress? Yes, yes. And you notice how when they bring that up, like all the gun control and regulation, all that shit just disappears. Right. And you know, and like there's like, and like, you know how pro lifers. Like cares yeah. about oh saving a child's life, but yet they're hesitant when we talk about gun control. And yeah, still save a fucking child's life. It, it's very hypocritical. Yeah, that's but that's hey, a, we'll yeah. have to make a part two because I'm gonna have to make dinner here. Yeah, we soon. have to make a part two. <laughs> like we Chatty have to make a- Kathy's. <laughs> Uh, part two, like things that roll the mi- things that roll their minds or piss them the fuck off. 
Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. But thank but thank you guys for like listening and for giving continue to give us love for our previous episodes. Thank you so much. So April Yeah, been- thank you everyone for listening and thank you Jane for for us ranting and raving and talking about our future and and ranting and raving some more. Yeah, like you too. You too. Like this is I mean, this is what our show is all about. We rant, we we <laughs> We rant, we rave, we complain, we talk, we we celebrate. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so so ha- you guys have a good summer. Enjoy staying staying cool make right decisions please <laughs> yeah thank, and I, I hope that everyone has a good summer and I'll talk to you later Jane okay I'll talk oh bye bye